Welcome to How to Read, Understand, and Make Use of the Scriptures. So we're talking about these principles of biblical interpretation, that the triune God wants to reveal himself to us, and he does so through human language. He, he does that with words that we understand, and he puts them in sentences and paragraphs, and also in a context, a historical content context. So we do uh, read the scriptures and say, this is the word of the Lord. But uh, this word of the Lord is also uh, given to us uh, through uh, the prophets, through Isaiah, through Jeremiah, through Ezekiel. And so uh, a text, we must always understand that a text cannot ever mean something uh, that it never meant. So we are to read these books, uh, these prophetic books specifically, like you know, Isaiah and Jeremiah and uh, Ezekiel, always in uh, the sense of a context. So there's context and there is content. And we're going to look at two uh, of these prophets, Jeremiah and Ezekiel. Now, uh, Jeremiah is going to be a prophet located in Jerusalem. And Ezekiel, we're going to find, is uh, going to be in Babylon. The people have been carried away in exile to Babylon. So there is this context, and this goes uh, goes all the way back uh, as well as to the time uh, where Isaiah would prophesy about the Assyrians. So in 722, this uh, uh, Assyrian nation, which is, by the way, an agent of God to bring the people to uh, repentance, uh, Israel falls to Assyria in 722. Uh, Sennacherib comes against Jerusalem in 701. There then is this first uh, deportation to Babylon. So the, the next superpower then after Assyria is Babylon. And Nebuchadnezzar is uh, identified as uh, the one who leads and is also God's agent. Uh, so that first deportation is 605 BC. And then 597, there's another deportation. Uh, 587, uh, Babylon sacks Jerusalem and the temple is destroyed. And uh, then there is the prophecy that in 538, Cyrus uh, will come, king of Persia, new superpower, and will decree uh, the return uh, of uh, the exiles back to Israel, back to Jerusalem. Why? Well, these phrases you'll find through Jeremiah and through Ezekiel, the people have broken the covenant. They have not loved God with all their heart, soul, and uh, mind. They have not loved neighbor as themselves. They have been unfaithful to their uh, husband, to God. They are unholy. They are unclean. They are unrighteous. And so a people in exile, uh, and when you have a royal city and your temple destroyed, you're being asking, you'll be asking all these questions. So why is this happening to us? Uh, is there any hope? Uh, what does the future hold? Uh, what's next? Uh, is there a promise given to us? So the content uh, specifically of Ezekiel is, um, and you'll hear this phrase repeated over and over again in the book, they will know, they will know that I am, I am the Lord. Israel will know that I am the Lord. The surrounding nations will know that I am the Lord. All will know that I am the Lord. So if you read the book of uh, Ezekiel, you'll see uh, really kind of these three um, chapters broken down, uh, there are these three demarcations of chapters. Uh, a judgment against Israel in the first 24 chapters, and then words against the nations. So the nations will know, and then visions of restoration 
so that all will know that I am the Lord. So it doesn't take too long to get into these books, Jeremiah and Ezekiel, that you'll see that these are uh, different types of, uh, of messages revealed in different ways. So specifically, Ezekiel will be, be using something called apocalyptic literature. Uh, the word apocalyptic just means uncovering or revelation. Uh, so the book of Revelation, uh, Revelations is a apocalyptic book, uses that uh, that way of communicating. Daniel is a, is a book like that. Ezekiel and Zechariah have uh, uh, all use this uh, this way of uh, of proclaiming um, the revelation of of God. So it begins in Ezekiel chapter one. It says, "In the thirtieth year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day, while I was among the exiles." By the Kabar River, the heavens were opened, and I saw, here it is, visions of God. This is apocalyptic uh, language. I saw visions of God. And he saw creatures, and they were part human and part animal. There was this wheel in the sky. You know, it's covered with uh, with all these different eyes. And uh, the first temptation you have when reading this type of literature is, I, I, I don't understand it. You know, I don't get it. Uh, and what does this what does this mean? Or you know, wow, that's pretty uh, that's pretty uh, intense. Um, so there's these symbolic uh, acts in uh, the book of Ezekiel and in Jeremiah. There's these these visions that occur. Uh, occur. And so we're to read uh, these books in that type of context. Um, here's some symbolic acts that you'll find in Ezekiel. Well. Uh, there'll be 30, 390 days he'll lie on his left side, 40 days on his right side. That's chapter 4. He'll make bread over a fire of human dung. That will be uh, a representation uh, as well. Ma- uh, chapter 4, verses 9 through 17. He's going to cut his hair and beard and divides them into three portions. Uh, he'll role play fleeing from a besieged city in chapter 12. Uh, his wife is going to die. Um, and uh, this will also talk about the destruction of the beloved temple. Uh, that's chapter 24. The message uh, throughout the book will will be one, no matter you know whether it's visions or these symbolic acts, it will be a message to repent. Uh, there'll be a promise of salvation given to the people. Um, news of watchmen. Uh, also the promise of shepherd, the good shepherd. There are unfaithful shepherds. Um, that are taking advantage of the sheep and they're scattered, but one day God will be the good shepherd. And and you hear right there the promise of Messiah that Jesus is going to be the good shepherd. Uh, there's reference to the gift of baptism, the washing, and the promise that one day all things will be made be made new as well. So Ezekiel chapter 48, uh, towards the end, it says, and the name of the city from that time on will be the Lord. The Lord is there. Again, this is written to people who are in exile. Their city has been destroyed. Uh, Their temple has been destroyed. And the promise is that one day the name of the city from that time on will be the Lord is there. Well, this reminds us again of Revelation chapter 21. Again, an apocalyptic literature book with symbols and promises of uh, the kingdom of God. Um, and Revelation 21 speaks of this 
new heaven and this new earth. And it says the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no longer any sea. So, you know, you're thinking destruction and, uh, you know, the, the similar to the temple and the city being destroyed and people are in exile, but a new heaven and a new earth will reappear. Again, all things pointing as types and shadows in the Old Testament to the ministry, the person, the work of Jesus. In Revelation 21, it says, verse 2, I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. Again, the message of the Old Testament prophets, you have been an unfaithful wife, but now this bride, this church has been cleansed washed, made clean by the bridegroom, uh, which is Jesus. Continues verse 3. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men and he will live with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. And so just as the people in exile will be graciously returned to rebuild their temple, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, that is just a foreshadowing of the ultimate temple, which is Jesus, and the ultimate uh, Jerusalem, the new Jerusalem that comes down out of heaven with the true bridegroom being Jesus and his bride washed through the waters of of baptism. And at that time, they will all know that I am the Lord. Yes, Israel will know, the surrounding nations will know, but all will know that I am the Lord. So again, context and content, and it's helpful to understand that when you read these books, especially when they come with different types of literature, you know, visions and symbolic acts. And so we're always looking for this wonderful news of, uh, of Jesus the Messiah, and that uh, we take heart that God wants us to know who he is, to understand him, to hear his words, to believe and trust in him. And uh, specifically this, that the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, is for us, that we have been crucified with him and that we no longer live, but he lives in us and, him, and he works through us, and that he has promised that he will never leave us, even to the very end of the age.